Welcome to the Harmony Perspective, where we talk about real people facing real issues and the hope of a real Savior. Welcome back to the Harmony Perspective. Let's kick things off today by, by asking a question back to you. The question is, who are you? We'd love to hear from you. Uh, the Harmony Perspective at gmail.com. We'd really appreciate it if you'd send us a note, let us know um, a little bit about you, let us get to know you, and we'd love to hear some, some feedback, hear what you do and don't like about our uh, recordings here on the Harmony Perspective, and give us some ideas. What would you like to hear us talk about in the future? Yeah, we, we have uh, somewhat of an identity crisis here. Uh, we, we've batted around who you are and who we thought you might be, but here's what we want to do. We want this podcast to be a companion of yours, a tool that you put in your toolbox to work alongside you as you seek, as we do as a church, to make disciples of all people in all places to the glory of God. We hope that as you listen to this, as you listen to our, our last episode on fasting, that, that it helps you as you are walking through those 20 days of prayer and fasting. We, we hope that what we can contribute here will be beneficial and edifying to those that hear it, whether you're a part of the Harmony Baptist community or not. If you're listening, you're part of our community. And if you love Jesus, you're our brother or sister in Christ. And so you're, you're already a part of what God's doing in our lives. So we hope this is just an encouragement to you. And as part of that, Patrick, we, we were curious if, if the audience here was that member of our community or was it other church leaders? And I believe that as we are putting out this message that though the target audience may be the members of the community, what we put forth can serve as an example. Yeah, I, I think anybody, and that's our hope, is that anybody that listens to us will be able to benefit from it. Uh, hopefully, Somebody will be able to grow a beard like TJ. That would be It's taken me a long time to get this. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what this episode is on. Beard growing 101. Just kidding. Tell us no, all your that. secrets, TJ. <laughs> beard oil. Beards are godly. <laughs> Our last episode was on prayer and fasting. And as we take on a new topic today, is this going to be a, a, a core issue of salvation? Or can there be things here maybe that we could do to help edify the body for some things that just help us living our daily life even better? Yeah, I think that's important. I, I was listening to a Francis Chan. I was listening to his podcast. Um, I can't remember the name of it right now, but we'll put it in the show notes. Um, and it was talking about how there are things that are important, the things that are primary the doctrines that we cannot waver on, but then there are those things within it that we can. I, I think a lot of people major in, in the minor. I think a lot of people look at a doctrine like we're going to talk about today, which is uh, physical health, physical fitness for a believer, and, and they'll make that a primary doctrine as if it has something to do with the fact that we are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. And, and as long as you understand that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for the sins of the world, that you are indeed a sinner, and that there is a righteous God who, who mets out righteous judgment for those that are unrepentant and embraces those that have taken on the righteousness of Christ through faith. As long as you understand that, we're, we're on the same team. 
We can we can disagree on about everything else if we agree on that premise that there is salvation in no other name than Jesus and that that is what the greatest need of every person in the world is a relationship with Jesus Christ that brings reconciliation to the Father. We have here at Harmony some core values that that we like to come back to and, and and we'll come back to those more frequently as we go forward in the podcast to take these different topics and messages that we'll be bringing forward and, and showing how they they tie back to those core values that support the core gospel message the the great commission that, that we're all here to to see go forward and and like you said this message this this topic today being about our physical health uh, how do you see that play out in our our daily life and, uh, and, and physical health and, and dietary choices, TJ? Yeah, I think it's, I mean, you know, honestly, our diet, our physical health is, is extremely important. Um, I, I say that as I sit here and drink a soda, but I think, in all honesty, I think it's, uh, it is important to regulate what we put into our bodies um, and, uh, like, physical fitness, different things that we do, Um keeping ourselves in shape, keeping ourselves moving. I think it glorifies God when we do good things with what he's given us, our body, right? And if we continue to put trash in our bodies and we continue to treat our bodies like trash, you know, we think about uh, being made and created in the image of God and all this other stuff. Like God's given us our bodies to be used to glorify him. We need to um, have a have a diet or a fitness plan that uh, kind of resembles that in a way. But it also um, also kind of goes in line with spiritual exercise, too. So we talk about physical fitness, but also we need a spiritual fitness plan as well. And so like anything else, uh, I think our, our physical fitness, it can go too far. I see it on TikTok, and I see it on different places that people make fitness a god. They, I mean, they do. They, they treat it as a god itself, and... Um, then they get their bodies to treat themselves as a god, and when we when we get to that point, then we have just completely went backwards. Then just trying to be glorifying God with our bodies. So, and, and that's the the reality. Our hearts are idol manufacturers, right? We will make an idol out of anything in our sinfulness uh, apart from Christ, and so. Food becomes an idol, and that leads to obesity and gluttony and sinfulness, and physical fitness can become an idol, which leads us uh, to willing to to be willing to do whatever and forsake everything else in pursuit of uh, health. We live in a in a world where the the order of physics says everything will one day decay and age and die. No matter how physically fit you are, there will come a day where you die. And so to make an idol out of it is a mistake and, and put something else in the place of God. But ultimately, we have to find this, this balance and this rhythm. TJ talked about balance in our last episode. We had to find this balance of how we measure becoming physically fit, being spiritually fit in order to glorify God and accomplish his, his mission to seek and save the lost. And ultimately, I think this is all about stewardship, right? And that's our core value at Harmony, right, Jason? It is stewardship, being that God gave us each time, talents, treasures, and influence that we can use 
so that others will know him. And it's like TJ was saying just a minute ago that God gave us this body and it's honoring to him when we treat it the, the right way. And, and what you were just saying, Patrick, that we are idol manufacturers and, and we can take a good thing and turn it bad in, in the hands of us and, and, and the sinful being that we are by nature. And so in, in, in this, our desire is to, to share some of our own perspective and experiences when it comes to, to health and, and to diet and exercise and how we see it as a correlation to, to how we um, use our physical bodies as a tool given to us by God to carry out the Great Commission. And so by being our best physical self, we are then more capable to go be the hands and feet of Jesus. It's really difficult for me to be at one point in my life 313 pounds and stand behind a pulpit and talk about denying yourself, right? Because obviously the witness of my body says, I'm not denying myself a much, right? But then I'm challenging people to do just that. And I've always struggled with this. My, my weight has been something that I've struggled with throughout my life. I, I've been able to run five or six miles at a time and, and be 280 pounds. But it, it, I was not able to control the portions that I was eating, right? They're, that gluttony. And we live in a place where that is easily, easily one of the most common sins people fall for. But we don't talk about gluttony a whole lot. It's a whole lot easier to talk about everything else, but not gluttony. As long as it doesn't affect me, I'll talk about the sin, right? Yeah. But even with that, you're talking about gluttony and stuff like that. I, I, I've gotten to a point to where I can limit what I eat. Like, I, I know it sounds bad because we're not supposed to leave anything on our plates, right? But I've gotten to a point to where when we go out to eat, the portions are so large that I've purposely left stuff behind. But now that's almost become a game to me. And now I know that I can you know, leave portions of food behind so that I can eat cupcakes later. You know, it's, it's again, trading off one thing for another. Right. And I have to be careful with that. And we're designed beings, right? We were, we were designed, we were made, we were formed, we were fashioned by God. And he did not design us for obesity. He said, let us make man in our image in Genesis one twenty six, And so we were designed to live in a way that did not make sinfulness a part of our diet. And yet now we have. Uh, I don't believe we're built for obesity. I don't believe in the glorified body that we will receive, that there will be obesity to that. Uh, we know that the old order will pass away. That's what Revelation tells us. And so the, the physical stuff, the, the physics, the laws of physics will no longer apply in the same way. Um, but this is part of the curse of sin on us that we will make idols out of our bodies and the, the desire we have for the, the comfort of food, the, the, the feeling of being satisfied totally. But in doing so, we do not glorify God with our bodies. And so I think we have to, uh, physical fitness has to matter to us. It does. And look, I think I'm going to tell TJ here, we're going to make balance your word of 2023. I feel like you keep centering us on that word. It's there now. But that balance is absolutely key because in our last episode, we talked a lot about the influence of social media. 
And, and there's a there's a danger uh, of our natural tendency to overcorrect. And so we could take this message of uh, of, of that. Well, I'm not going to be a glutton, but on social media, I see this example of what a an ideal body image is. And especially for our, our young ladies, we've got to be very careful uh, that they aren't. Uh, overcorrecting to the point that they're they're being asked to hold a standard that's just not realistic. That's right. What we want is health. Absolutely. Right. Those that that can walk where they need to go in order to go tell somebody about Jesus. Those that are able to to show it's not even about like the number on the scale, right? It's about how you're able to portray yourself because when you're out of shape and overweight, I know from personal experience, you you can get into places where you're just not nice to be around. Right. And that hinders the glory of God in your witness that hinders uh, the hospitality that we're all called to have. Um, and, and I just think that as we look at that, in the society that we live in, to make to be sinful in a gluttonous fashion in an unhealthy way is just easy. Like the lifestyle of the Bible is so foreign to us. Jesus walked everywhere that he went. If he didn't, he was in a boat and people were rowing the boat, right? So it, it, there was physical activity. It was constant motion. It was a life of motion. And, and we have such sedentary lifestyles now that it's really easy. And we don't want anybody to push us on it because it's hard. It's hard to get moving and stay moving. It's hard to to come up with that. But we're just talking about how can you develop the physical discipline to go along with the spiritual disciplines that will then make you the witness that God desires you to be. At the end of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, Paul's dealing with the topic of sexual immorality in, in that in the church there. But that that message does carry over to any of those various topics around how we treat our body and, and, and how we walk out our physical life on a daily basis as a believer. And, and in that chapter, he says, do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. And how, how do we each of us, uh, how do we see that? And, and I guess let's, let's talk a little bit about our own individual experiences and, and how we uh, set our priorities uh, on a daily basis and maybe some challenges that we've had uh, for, for our, our dietary choices and some of our physical exercise. Well, I want to just point out that Baptists are awful with this uh, in general <laughs> uh, for this reason. So we will be adamantly opposed to drugs and alcohol. But then we'll make jokes about how Baptists are known for the fried chicken and how uh, Baptist pastors are overweight. And those two two things shouldn't be compatible. And, and, And yeah, it's funny, but it's also not because our physical bodies are the temple of God, right? This is what God has given us. The Spirit of God dwells within us, and so we're to glorify God with, a, with our body. We were bought with a price, and that price was not so that we could see how much, how many calories we could get at any one time down our gullets, right? Um, 
Um, so I, I know in my own life that's been that's been a struggle. I was taught, as TJ mentioned, you got to clean your plate every time. Right. You know, there are starving kids in Africa. Like we're going to take these scraps and somehow send them to them. But there are starving kids in Africa that need this food. That's that's the wrong. Like you 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 eat what is needed for you to be able to move. And any amount over that, all of this, when we talk about physical fitness, is just a math problem, right? Do you eat more than you burn? And do you are you continually doing that over time? I think 3,500 calories is a pound, right? You got to burn 3,500 3, calories to lose a pound somewhere around there. Remember that last episode we talked about how we're not doctors and can't play yeah, yeah, on yeah. TV? Uh, yeah. You, <laughs> you got me on that one. I, I think that's the number, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I, it, because I'm fat, I've done a lot of this uh, looking at these things, but I think that's the number. 3,500 calories equals a pound. So that's how many you got to, to, to burn or not consume and in order to lose one pound. And that's a lot of calories. You know, that's a day's worth uh, for most people, or more than a day's worth for most people. Um, but we'll eat 3,500 calories in one meal in America and not even bat an eye. Speaking of calories... You know that cherry coke zero, though it might say zero. Though it might say zero, is it edifying? Uh, But for me, I've had that that similar struggle. Um, uh, I actually did have a a couple pretty serious back injuries uh, years ago, and it it caused me to gain a lot of weight uh, as I went through that recovery. And I went on that journey of myself losing about a hundred pounds over a period of a few years, and what I had to learn in that was that math problem, uh, but also selecting the right foods to fuel my body. You know, the calories of, of a, a nutritious meal versus maybe putting down some of that wonderful fast food that tasted so good may not have been the best choice, um, you know, in my, in my previous choices. But, um, I, you know, there, there's also something here to be said about we, we all have different circumstances, too. Uh, speak also from experience from my own mother who has multiple sclerosis. And so, you know, in her case, our physical goals are going to be different and, and the, the types of, of inputs that we have are going to be different. You know, I encouraged her through some, some research that I did, hey, some dietary choices are going to help you um, live a better life in the midst of this, this circumstance and this disease. Uh, so my encouragement from my own um, experience for myself and my family is, Take an inventory of, of where you are physically. Uh, don't try to do this in five minutes. Uh, some of these changes, you're, you know, the 3,500 calories, you're not going to get that deficit in a day. Yeah, be, pace yourself. Um, you know, don't let setbacks be, be fatal. Uh, celebrate your small victories. Uh, motivate yourself. Take inventory of, of your accomplishments. and um, that's, uh, Set those, those more realistic goals for yourself. How about you, TJ? Yeah, I think most of mine, because I was so high energetic kind of deal as a kid and growing up, I was always involved with sports, football, everything like that. I could eat just whatever I wanted to because the math equation worked out for me. I was burning all stuff. I was running and bicycling and skateboarding and rollerblading and, like I said, sports, football and wrestling and stuff. So it was easy for me to just eat whatever I wanted to and not see the side effects from it until now that I'm in my mid-30s. 
and that I don't do all of those things. And so as I talked about a minute ago, I watch my proportions of what I eat, but then I still desire the cupcakes and the Swiss cake rolls and Little Debbie's one of my best friends kind of thing. Every day is a holiday. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the, the Christmas tree cakes are just crazy. We're coming, you know, off of Christmas uh, with this episode. And, you know, it, those things still, like, I still feel kind of an attachment for those things because I've had them for so long in my life because I was always going and it never mattered if I ate them or not. And so now it is kind of a self-discipline type of thing that I have to intentionally say, I'm not going to pick up that Swiss cake roll this time. I'm not going to pick up that cupcake this time. And like you were talking about, the calorie, I mean, it's just not the same as another calorie all the time. So I'm having to find those healthier meals a little bit better. If I'm going to have, you know, a thousand calories, it needs to be in a good meal instead of in two cupcakes. That's right. And for me, it was, I couldn't do what I wanted to do. And so I had to do what I don't want to do in order to do what I want to do. Absolutely. I have to deny myself. I have to exercise. And that all hit me back in uh, September, October. I started this. I'm down um, like um, 30 pounds right now. And that's just because I want to be able to to play with my children. I want my body to – to be a good witness. I want to be able to, to get as much out of this body as I can and carry in 30 extra pounds. And I got 25 more, 30 more to go that I want to get rid of carrying that extra weight hinders my ability to do that. And so I started watching what I was eating. I started, uh, a program called E2M. Uh, I started, uh, doing a hundred pushups a day and, and adding in other things to do with that because it, I knew doing those things would get me the results I want. But the quote is right. Um, nobody changes until the pain of staying the same uh, is greater than the pain of making the change. That's right. That, that reminds me of a, a quote that Jocko, a, a pretty famous Navy SEAL, likes to use, which is discipline equals freedom. And his idea, and that is exactly what you're saying, that this this is seen as suffering now by denying yourself or doing that exercise. But the reality is, in the short term, you're getting the ability to be able to enjoy your kids more. But in the long term, you're also preventing probably some more serious health issues. And, and that consequence, if you were to defer it, would probably be greater than this perceived consequence of, of suffering now. Well, in first Corinthians, right. Uh, first Corinthians 10, um, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And so that's what you got to ask yourself when your forks in your hand is me continuing to eat this cheesecake, glorifying to God, you know, it is me sitting on the couch watching TV for, for three hours, binging Netflix. And some days you just got to do that. Right. But, but is, is it doing that every day, glorifying to God, that should be the ultimate indicator of, of what we need to do with our fitness, spiritual and physical. Absolutely. And, and I, I want to make sure that it's understood that we're coming here from a, a place of experience and empathy that, that each of us have had these, these struggles and that we we've, had some degree of success in overcoming them and that we've had plenty of setbacks along the way as well. So, you know, I'd love to offer a couple things to say that for me on the journey along the way that, uh, being able to do this doesn't require major investments, uh, financially or, or in time. It is incremental. 
there are plenty of various exercises that you can do that are, are just body weight right there in front of the couch while the TV's still on. Uh, basic things like, like Patrick, you're mentioning the, the push-ups. Uh, you know, there, there are plenty of uh, incremental changes you can make. On my journey, it started with the soda that uh, TJ's over here drinking. Uh, that was the beginning of my journey, uh, whittling away at those things little by little and making those minor adjustments. Because unfortunately, if you try to do too much too quickly, a lot of times you'll, you'll, you'll slingshot right back and almost make it worse um, and, and gain more than you lost. I, I've at least experienced that a couple of times. Yeah, def- definitely. Me too. It's got to, it's got to be a lifestyle change too, not just a diet. Right. right. So uh, I feel like that's what's clicked with me this time. I hope so. Time will tell. Uh, but I, I certainly want it to. It was more than a New Year's resolution, huh? That's right. Yeah. That's right. So you mentioned earlier about how this can give us some foundation for some spiritual discipline, spiritual exercises, as TJ said. And what are some some ways these can overlap? I know for me, it, it, I was able to take the time that I would go running and I would put my, hair, my, my AirPods in and I would put on shameless plug, the Harmony Perspective, as I was running. <laughs> and, yeah. and some some audiobooks and such but i guess in, in our conclusion here as we wrap things up what are some other ways that we can see this as a way of edifying our spiritual walk um, but, but allow this as something that not only makes us better physically but but also spiritually there are plenty of uh, so so you consider it worship right so uh, everything we do can, it, it, that's done to the glory of God is consi- should be considered worship and so but we listen to praise music as we're working out there or you go on Amazon music there are plenty of playlists that are Christian music for for working out um, it, you you throw in that podcast you listen to scripture while you're doing it, it these things can go together but the discipline in one, can help with the discipline in the other, right? So when you're overweight, you're tired all the time. So you don't want to wake up early and read the Bible. You don't want to stay up that extra 30 minutes and read the Bible. You just want to get in the bed or you want to stay in the bed. And so I think the overlap's there. The the healthier you are physically, the healthier you can be spiritually. And if you are getting spiritually healthy, I think the conviction will be there to be physically healthy. Absolutely. Any closing thoughts, TJ? Um, I mean, as I think about it, the spiritual fitness of it, uh, one of the biggest things for me is the accountability of things. Um, so ha- having you guys and some of the other guys from the church, uh, in Put a the text coat group, down, TGA. <laughs> exactly. Um, for you, for you guys listening and don't know, that's kind of like my coffee in the mornings, but, uh, yeah, I probably still drink too much of it, but chocolate milk. <laughs> It's, it's the accountability piece for me, though, because to where uh, I have several guys here at the church that are in text groups that ask challenging questions and that will you know, text me individually and, and keep me accountable on a spiritual thing. I also need that uh, in my, my physical diet and exercise, too. It's just a whole lot easier to do that with somebody uh, versus than trying to do it by myself. So That's huge. And, and something that we can add to the show notes, if it's available in your area and it's something that works out in your schedule, that's something that uh, we have here even locally the the F three group, you know, guys who get together and do the physical exercise, and they end it with the circle of trust. They 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 pray for each other. So, what what are some ways that maybe you can replicate that in your life? Find those people around you. It doesn't have to be something formal like F three, but to replicate that model where you can find that accountability group 
um, have them hold you accountable for showing up, maybe going for a walk, going for a run, doing some body weight exercises together, uh, keep each other accountable to what you're putting in your body. Uh, but along the way, also keeping each other accountable to what you're reading and, and studying at that time and um, put that, that community around you uh, of support. So uh, as always, we're so glad to have you here joining us on the Harmony Perspective. Again, love to ha- hear from you on uh, email, theharmonyperspective at gmail.com. Uh, introduce yourself, let us know you're listening, and uh, share some feedback with us. And in whatever platform you may be hearing the Harmony Perspective, give us a rating, give us a review. We'd love to, to see what you think. I want to send you off with Third uh, John 1, 2. Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul.